0: (laughs) fuck it we ball hello everyone and welcome to the only writing podcast you'll ever need brought to you by the Saginaw Valley State University Writing Center today's episode is going to be about a lot of classic books so I hope you enjoy (laughs) how's it going it's going good How, how are you
1: doing today Garrett
0: I'm doing great so are we talking about books or what?
1: Hell yeah, we're we talking are. about books. So many classics. Oh my god, where the did classics the life go? go the that that was definitely read
2: beforehand. It disappeared <laughs> as soon as the recording started.
1: <laughs> this is a book report, and we're all very well prepared.
2: Yep. Yeah,
3: very. Yeah,
0: yeah, this is my COM 110 five-minute speech <laughs> about the Scarlet Letter. Sorry to take your thunder, Gabby, but I don't know if you know this. The Scarlet Letter is about Sesame Street.
4: Can you, like, sound a little bit less like you're reading off of a teleprompter?
0: No, I'm actually preparing for when I take political (laughs) office, and this is how all of my speeches will be sounding. You
2: sound
4: like the Burger King footletters guy. Why would you do that?
2: All the best politicians have, like... They've got something you can make fun of. All the
0: best politicians have great Twitters.
2: This is true. (laughs) Uh, Whether they're good is another question.
0: Ted Cruz, I really like going through his likes.
2: Stop. I never... don't oh, what know was, how I it? Feel
4: was it? Was The Veterans that? Day last year or a couple years no, it was ago? 9/11? Oh, even worse. <laughs> oh, oh. Did you see the fake uh, verified Twitter account that somebody made of Ted Cruz? He it put out a tweet of like um I'm pro-life because I feast off the flesh of uh, uh- abandoned babies.
0: I am <sighs> I so I'm so happy with one aspect of Elon Musk buying Twitter, and it and is it's the, that it is the Easy access to getting that blue check mark because there is someone who has made a Ben Shapiro parody account yeah. and it it got me the first time. I was I was fucking going Did you, insane.
4: Was it for you? Was it the tweet where he's like, I really wish I knew what it was like to be inside of a human woman or something? <laughs> or see one naked. That'd be great. <laughs> That's
1: just Ben Shapiro.
4: It's also very funny that
2: Elon Musk of all people has accidentally handed the the proletariat, the best weapon for defeating communism or defeating capitalism that there has ever been. The eight dollar check mark has made so many companies lose billions of dollars in stock over the last week alone. It's beautiful. It's See, a I didn't realize it was it a is.
4: subscription service at first. Wait, it is. Yeah, yeah. you paid yeah. like seven ninety nine a month. Yeah. for the the continued privilege
3: of a blue check mark. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Stephen yeah. King literally had like a whole moment where Elon was begging him oh, yeah. to pay eight dollars for well, his fucking blue check mark, and he was just like, no, shut he up. He did that to the Garfield <laughs> <'Cause it was laughs> Twitter account $20, as well. dollars right? I think so, no. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then
2: Stephen King was like, fuck that, and Elon was like, well, what about $8? And then Stephen King said, fuck you.
0: Let's transition seamlessly, as I am very good at that. Um, <laughs> so what books are we talking about today other than the Sesame Street docuseries, The Scarlet Letter?
2: I would like to talk about Little Women. Thank you so much for that seamless segue, Garrett. You're welcome. That was was beautiful. Little
0: Women also about Sesame Street?
2: It is about learning. Little Women
4: is but- Fraggle Rock,
2: actually. <laughs> <laughs> you have to guess what the message they're trying
4: to give to your children is, though. Doozers, schmoozers. That's always the message.
0: All right, so let me. Let's make this even more seamless. So, the whole goal of this episode is that. One person knows the plot synopsis of one of these books. The other three are just going to try to guess. Most of them haven't read the book, so it's just going to be a little bit of a fun episode where we talk about literary greats.
4: Now, this is fun because, B, we literally had a conversation the other day because I uh, kept getting Little Women, Little House on the Prairie, and Anne of Green Gables mixed up. Yes. um, And I retained none of that information. so (laughs) That's okay. Uh, I'm on the opposite
2: end of... I don't know. I don't want to say the spectrum, but I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum here because I have read all of these books, but I read them all in high school. So my ah. remem- like my memory of these is very scattered, and I don't know if it's entirely accurate. I do do the audacity
1: of you to mix up Anne of Green Gables and Little Women it insults me.
3: Anne of Green Gables is only about
2: but... one little woman. Yeah. <laughs>
3: First of all, Little House First on the Prairie
0: all. was about many little women, but primarily also
3: a on a prairie. Little
0: prairie dogs. <laughs>
3: It's it's just mere cat manners but prairie dogs. So,
2: should we go into this with like the bare minimum of a synopsis and you guys have to figure out how it all pieces together or are you going to be throwing your ideas of what these books are? I think they I think
0: they should just like be throwing things yeah, and hoping Yeah, let's just go in blind. <laughs>
2: okay. So, my book was Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Wait, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Give me a second.
0: Little Women by Stephen King. <laughs>
2: Yeah. My book was uh, Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. Tell me your ideas.
3: It's about a family. Yes. Much like Fast and the Furious. Shut up. Next person. Is it also a Christmas
4: movie like Fast and the Furious Haven? <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry.
0: Um, my, my personal guess is that it's probably about a little woman.
4: Excuse you.
0: And... I'm going to guess their name.
4: Is there... <coughs> no, you go ahead. Sarah. Wrong. Is there, like, an old-timey schoolhouse involved, like, one room, no bathroom uh, shit? For, like, a little bit, yeah. For a little bit, don't okay. Don't most
3: houses not have a bathroom in, like, the old-timey... I don't know why I said that. Well, it's, yes. isn't yeah, Isn't it set in, like, the 19th century? No. Ooh, no, be doing
1: those century bullshit. Just
3: say the 1700s. Is it, is it um, All right, the fucking late, 19, 1800, late 1800s to early 1900s. Are you sure <laughs> you want
4: them to keep doing this? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, okay, I can give you a little context,
2: maybe. Is it shred. about frontier life? I don't think so.
3: That's a Little oh, House no. on the no. Prairie. Yeah, is, there, yeah.
0: is there a spicy socioeconomic status play?
1: Isn't there always? Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. I like this.
1: I forgot I have read thoroughly Little Women, so I don't
2: know what to do now. <laughs> okay. I am so, very who familiar. are these little women? <laughs> so, okay. Garrett and Haven, so far, you have been correct. It is about a family, and there is at least one small woman. Oh. So. And there hey. is also, Gabby, a schoolhouse at one point. Yes. But not for very long.
1: Oh, no. Does it burn down? I was actually going to ask that. No, it does
0: not. I have a feeling this is a story about a woman who's trying to break the societal norms and step above her given societal place.
4: I think that the one-room schoolhouse burns down and the little women is like a team of uh, arsonists. I think the girl
3: that Garrett just brought up's name is Jo.
4: Gabby, you are incorrect on all counts.
2: (laughs) Haven, you are correct. And Garrett, you kind of... I don't like the tone that Garrett used. There is there is definitely one woman who is dealing with gender.
0: Gender politicking.
2: Gender. Well, yeah, and gender politicking and stuff. <laughs> and there's a lot of really cool analyses that talk about gender and Joe specifically. But there's also a second little woman who potentially gets to marry like above, oh. quote unquote, her socioeconomic Ooh. status. But there's also a whole thing about whether or not that is a good and correct or incorrect thing to do.
0: Can we get one hint? What is the geographical setting?
3: I think it's America. Kansas. (laughs) Kansas. Probably New England. Canada. Canada.
2: Canada. Canada. It is set in 1860s Massachusetts during the Civil War. Uh, Massachusetts? Oh, that's
0: fierce. That is fierce as fuck.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) (gasps) Do the little women fight in the Civil War? Uh, No. Their their dad does.
3: Does he die?
0: Do the little women have to take over the household because their dad dies?
2: <laughs> he is out of the book for the entirety of the book. Oh, so this is,
0: a, this is a feminist book. There ain't no men.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, there are. Well, there's I more mean, there feminists there really there when there
4: aren't men in things. <laughs> there a,
3: there's like a couple of love interests or a love interest for two of them.
2: Yes, on all counts. Mark? The little women are I'm hunting bleeding. down
3: men and
1: murdering them. I'm You're guessing bleeding? everything no. off of like previews that I've seen.
2: Did you see you're <laughs> bleeding?
3: What? Previous? Did you see this? All, right,
0: oh. all right, so here's here's my idea, because we're all just beaten around so many different bushes. Each of us gets one more guess, and then B can hit us with the plot synopsis.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: All right, starting with Haven.
3: So, so do you want me to, like, do the whole part? Give me, like, a good, weapon oh, synopsis. So I am pretty sure that Little Women is about four or five siblings and their mother who are living... In Massachusetts, during what would it be, I think, the 18th- or the 19th century because of the 1860s, like you said. Uh, I know Jo is very career-driven. I think she wants to be an author. There's a love interest in there somewhere who doesn't respect her decision, I believe, question mark? Uh, and I think another sister dies? But I might also be conflating Little (laughs) House on the Prairie (laughs) with that, um... Same I've book. And, you. Like, the big theme is like family sticking together and like growth and maturity. So and very much coming like the of fast age. Fast and the Furious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't disrespect little women like this.
4: Who in this metaphor is Vin Diesel? <laughs> B, I am so sorry. For I haven't actually what I seen started.
2: Fast and the Furious, but. It's now, like, a point of pride.
0: All right, Gabby, it is us, us with your, your plot synopsis real quick.
4: You're really telling me there's zero arson in this book? As far as I'm aware, yeah. Fucking yeah. lame. Okay, I'm, I'm out.
0: out. Hey, that is your guess. Yeah, <laughs>
4: no, that's
1: my guess. Cool. All right. Um, I'm thinking uh, four four sisters are mulan it up. <laughs> so they're... dressing like men? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're going off to fight in the Civil War in place of their father.
0: Interesting. Must be Interesting. as a with
3: cool. Sea river. Sorry.
1: Garrett.
0: All right. So Are you I'm also trying, going to give a guess? Yeah, I'm trying to come up with with a couple of a couple of ideas that haven't been said. I so, I feel like there's less than 5 women in this book. I think that there I think it was it's probably about 2 or 3. And um, I don't think that they are little at the end of the day. I think that they are of average size. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) spontaneously over
4: the course of a single day, like Clifford.
0: (laughs) And I truly believe that it is mostly a social commentary on gender politics of the time. And there is, as you said, one woman is going to potentially marry above her status. And, um, it's just kind of, kind of following the lives of some women and how their gender affects their life, lives.
2: With the exception of Gabby, you guys are all really close to what this is. There is, there's no arson. I cannot stress this enough. There is no, God fire happens at least once. (laughs) Well, they have like a fireplace. It's Massachusetts, but
0: I would not consider that arson in my personal opinion.
2: Yeah. Fine. Okay. So, Little Women concerns four women who are sisters.
0: I was close. You
2: were very close. <laughs> um, all uh, ranging in age from like 18 to, I don't know, somewhere around like 12. But they're Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy. Beth does die. She's very sickly. Oh, no. But the whole thing is revolving around like what it means to like live a good Christian life, kind of. And so it does talk about socioeconomic status. There's a lot of Uh, social commentary on that and on gender politics and it's also somewhat autobiographical to Louisa May Alcott's actual upbringing.
3: Mm.
2: And that's Little Women. It's a very good read. Mm. I read it too young to really appreciate all of it, but the movies are also really
3: good. It the good is... Gerwig one. <gasps> it's listed as like children's lit. Like I remember like there's a copy of it in my local library, but it's in the children's. It section. must be
0: children's literature because it's about living a good Christian life and you gotta indoctrinate the youth young.
2: Yeah. Yay. We love it.
0: Alright, so who's next?
2: Let's
3: just keep going around the circle, Haven. Hey, what book is yours? Moby Dick by Herman Melville.
0: I think we mentioned him in class on Wednesday. Didn't he die? He died before Moby Dick got good?
3: Yeah. The author of the book? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. He died Wait, before you, it like... became like, oh, classic. Mm.
1: Yeah, never mind. Got good in the sense that like got popular
3: or like Yeah, like basically okay. Melville died not knowing how well received his book was going to become.
0: Hmm. I'd be knowing this book about a whale. Yeah. <laughs> I do know that this book about a whale, so there's like
4: a lot of homosexual undertones, I believe. There's like a whole any. extended the whale? No, no not the whale. <laughs> there's like an extended sequence where he's like cuddling very intimately with, like, a ship hand or something. Hey,
0: hey, any Any story set on a boat is going to be very gay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's just the pirate life. They're not not pirates, though,
3: unfortunately.
1: Well, that's going to be my guess now. They're pirates. Isn't
3: this
0: about a great white whale and there's a guy named Ishmael?
3: Wait. Uh, Yes, he is the narrator. Do you guys want some more hints? I feel like... I feel like we all kind of know what's going on with this one. What
0: is like the social commentary of this book, though?
2: Is it a social commentary or like a metaphor for trying to reach things that you can never quite achieve?
3: More metaphorical than than social commentary. I mean, there is some social commentary, though. Are there harpoons? Yes, it's a whaling ship. That's how you kill the whales. That's That's incredible. I wouldn't know how
4: old harpoons are, to be fair. I don't know when we started using those it's ships. It's just a giant stick.
3: Oh, <laughs> I just end. thought
4: harpoons were like the ones that you shoot out of a cannon and the you stick do. ones
3: were just I mean, like something else. You can you can do both, Gabby. Uh, uh, whaling ships, fun fact, used mostly just yeeting the bitch with your bare hands. According oh. to Google, ah. the
2: earliest known harpoons started around 90,000 years ago. Started wow. being wow. used around 90,000 years ago. They had whales back then?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like to believe, Garrett, that whales this probably is... existed before we did. This
4: is how we find out Garrett doesn't believe in evolution.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> if Garrett didn't believe in evolution, he would have said that the world is simply not 90,000 years old. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's at least how 20. How old do you think
2: the world is,
0: Garrett? 4.2 billion years old.
2: Eh, that sounds pretty old.
0: Isn't that... No, wait... Yeah, it's 4.2 because the, the universe or like the Big Bang was like 13 point some.
1: It's either yeah. 4.2 4. or 4.5, one of those.
2: 4.5. All right, does oh, anybody want to his, take... I missed
0: his half fucking birthday. I'm so sorry.
4: <laughs> you were Earth. really
2: close though. That was really complimentary to Earth. It really doesn't look a day over 4.2 billion. You
4: know <laughs>
3: Do you think it's about she moisturizes? To. I
4: mean, the pollution well, is an obviously aging she factor. She's
3: covered in 70% water. But it's salty. What, that drives so, you out. Yeah.
0: Do you guys think that in this metaphor, volcanoes are pimples?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: No, but it comes, like, are they explosive mean it's, diarrhea? like, coming deep within you. Yes! Yes!
4: <laughs> I think that, like, smog is probably a better metaphor for pimples, because at least that can be, like, cleared up.
1: Fair. Theoretically. No, that's just the fog on Earth's glasses.
3: <laughs> or morning breath? <laughs>
0: What are we... Are we talking
3: Can about we Moby talk Dick? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want me to give the summary, or do she you guys want to take some more um, water? I don't
4: think we've, like, done a proper guess-guess, so I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Um, given the very limited understanding I have of this book, and uh, there's at least a gay thing that happens, I assume that Ishmael um, ends up finding this whale, uh, becomes obsessed... Um, to the point that he pushes everything else in his life away, including his Dominican shit lover pant. or whatever the shit, um, and just kind of loses
3: himself. You're close, but it's not quite Dude, there. He's not Dominican.
0: Uh, it. It'll be
4: explained soon.
3: Sam. <laughs> <No. Just, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I think he's really
4: homophobic about the idea of doing anal though. I think that's
3: a bridge too far for him. That I don't remember that coming up in the book. Sam?
4: I wouldn't I wouldn't
1: uh, put it past him. Mine is also really similar, but I think he really about the anal. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he really really wants dick, but like he's got a lot of internalized homophobia uh-huh. from his upbringing, so he like puts all
2: of his focus on catching that whale, you know. Okay. <laughs> I do think they never go into his actual upbringing. I think they leave that ambiguous. Well, there you go. A lot in of this... ambiguous.
4: Yeah. In this extended metaphor, is the whale like. The a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the metaphor for sexual conquest. He yes. wants to be a top so goddamn bad. But he's uh, a bottom at heart. <sighs> and the harpoon <laughs> is a metaphor <laughs> for the phallus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there are a lot of phallic <laughs> metaphors at play oh, here.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: want to be completely honest. I think that this is a glorification tale for the, the glories of the harpoon. Like, really? I think that this is just a highlight reel of harpooning. Works the same
1: way. <laughs> but, okay, but... but Counter argument to that. Doesn't the harpooning not work? Because he spends all of his time chasing this whale. Well, the,
0: the whale is God.
4: Shut <laughs> up. And, and you can't kill God. Why? You're, you're, you know? Garrett,
3: Garrett, you're closer than you ever <laughs>
1: Whale is a metaphor for God. I am
3: walking out. It's not quite God, but it's close. If She's whale is metaphor for God, why no. he white?
0: The whale, the whale is John oh, the Baptist.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, we'll be Dick by Herman Melville, the main character said in, the, in one of a in a famous line, says, "Call me Ishmael." So we honestly don't even know what the fuck his real name is. He becomes a ship hand on a ship that is headed by Captain Ahab, and Ahab... (laughs) (laughs) Stop. He boards a ship with his friend who is from, like, a cannibal race of quote-unquote savages. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's where the political commentary comes in. So they both board the ship with Captain Ahab, who already has lost a leg. He lost a leg to Moby Dick. Uh, And how... He's already encountered Moby Dick before but this happened. Did...
4: Whales don't have teeth in the, the traditional sense. How did he lose a leg?
0: This whale well th- got teeth.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think he got bit. It either got bitten off or the leg had to be amputated because of what it did, and like because it like attacked him gotcha. or something. Gotcha. Uh, hmm. But anyway, <laughs> the so... force of his powerful blowhole blew <laughs> it <laughs> clean off. but uh anyway so they go whaling and hear more about Moby Dick like a big white whale being seen by other whaling ships so he goes and like you know uh Ahab's just like we gotta fucking catch this guy I need to kill this fucking whale (laughs) and his first hand's like bro that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We have a quota to make. (laughs) We can't just chase a whale that may or may not be real. But uh, you're the captain, I guess, so I guess I have to go along with this. And so that's what they do, is they go to try and find Moby Dick. They do find Moby Dick. Ahab gets onto one of the whaling boats, because those drop off from the ship. He goes and fights with Moby Dick. Gets dragged by him for a while. They both mutually mutually kill each other i believe or uh, good old the fashion. whale just fucking kills Moby so yeah like the whale just fucking kills ahab one or the other but um after that point poor ishmael everyone else on the ship at this point is dead mm. <laughs> he is floating on his friend's coffin waiting wait his friend
1: why did they just have a coffin on board
3: I think Just he, in case he put him in the co- I think he put him in the coffin because he was either he died died self Why?
1: Why though?
3: But yeah, he ended up floating on this coffin, waiting to die at sea, and then he happens to get found and saved by another ship. Are they also chasing the whale? No, okay. the whale is over. But.
4: Oh, so Ishmael lives. Yep,
3: Ishmael lives. He's the only one on the crew who lives, though. Everyone else dies in this encounter. He became a top, but at what cost? (laughs) 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 Uh, Fun story, too, guys. Uh, This is actually based like the story that Herman Melville wrote is very closely related to what happened to the whaling ship Essex oh. and ask a mortician has a whole video about it and it's pretty fun. Interesting. They oh. also made a movie called in the heart of the sea, which is about the w- Essex getting fucked over. Hmm. It's pretty interesting.
4: Whales.
3: So yeah, the whale was more a metaphor for nature and Ahab like his obsession was that he wanted to conquer nature to achieve perfection and couldn't do it, more or less. Weak. Very weak, yeah.
4: All right, so my book <sighs> is The Scarlet Letter.
0: This one's gonna be pretty easy. We already established it's about Sesame Street. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We didn't uh, do a, a Muppet Jim Henson uh, thing for uh, Moby Dick. Muppet Treasure Island, there we go. Yeah, that's the um, closest relation. <laughs> Yeah, so why can not I find the man's name?
0: Nathaniel Hawthorne.
3: Yeah.
4: Thank you, Mr. Hawthorne. Okay. Um so my the book is the yeah, my book is The Scarlet Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne. It's published in 1850.
2: Wow. Want me to tell you the Emma tex- Watson movie? I know everything about this. Awesome.
0: You're <laughs> talking Hell, about yeah. Easy A? Yes,
2: sir. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
0: love that movie so Never much. Saw. I read this book Software year of high school. Do I remember anything?
1: (laughs) Okay, quick question. Is this a full book? It's not a short story, right? It's a full book. It's It's
0: it's like only like 100 and some pages long I will say,
4: I never had to read this book for school. My mom, who went to a private Catholic school, did. It makes sense because it's it's religious. (laughs) But like, it's... I'm not going to say why I think that's incongruous, but we'll get to that a little bit later. <laughs> no, the private Catholic schools are so wild. My mom
2: went to a private Catholic school for a while, and oh, they no. read uh, Brave New World, which is like... Great book. Oh, oh, it's book. phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But it's also kind of antithetical to everything that private Catholic schools want you yeah. to learn. But I think most of it is just so that, like they might have a little thing over the private Catholic school kids being like, see what you should not do. See how this had a happy ending, but maybe it shouldn't have. Ugh, the devil.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely. Devil. That's we can, how it all ends. We can yeah. dissect that a little, that a little bit <laughs> later.
0: Okay, so um, Scarlet Letter, also Loki about gender politics. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, the A stands for awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need some help, guys.
3: F is for friends who do, do stuff, stuff together.
0: together.
3: She is and for we're cookies. immediately You're shutting totally
2: that down. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Okay, so she she cheats, or she allegedly. The A stands for allegedly. Wink, wink. <laughs> cheats <laughs> on her husband, and because of that, is sh- publicly shamed oh, and has ooh. to wait. Her...
0: Isn't it? Wasn't her who cheated on her husband? Wasn't it someone who is married who cheated with her?
3: I think that's yeah, like it's not that she's I think yeah. She was with she's somebody young... who was married, gets pregnant by him, I think. And then that's like the whole thing is that she's a home wrecker because of the Ooh. fact that she was like with this guy who was already married who shouldn't have strayed. A stands not... for against
0: homes.
4: Not quite. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> I know absolutely
1: nothing about this book. I is it like a is it a little letter with a little red stamp on it? No. Like no. it's it's like a sewn into squirtle. her clothes.
3: She like has to wear it as far it's as it's a I commentary know. on
0: the Puritan New England like co- like colonies because yeah. she's it's set yeah. in a Puritan colony.
2: She is literally marked on her clothing for everybody to see that. Basically, they're slut shaming her. Yeah. Ooh, spicy
3: for yeah. one reason or another.
4: Which. Because infidelity is bad, kids.
3: But only if it's a woman a doing it. Person of God. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but men I have will, dicks, I therefore. I will
0: remain silent on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I know my place.
4: <laughs> it was very interesting because from what I could tell, she was the one who embroidered the letter into her her dress. Yeah. From what I could tell, like, that wasn't a thing that uh, other people ascribed to her. That was, like, an ownership thing. Like, she was taking it back. Mm
2: -hmm. Is that,
1: like, the movie... The, what was that movie? Easy A? Oh. Easy A? Yes. With yeah.
3: Emma Is that Watson? literally the
1: joke you made? Yes. Emma Stone, oh. yes. Or yeah. Emma Stone yeah. I got
2: it now.
3: Yep. Great that's film. Like her, yeah. Dude, I love that movie. Again, it's never so watched good. it. Stanley
2: Tucci. Ugh.
1: You need to see it. It's so good. It's really good. It's so stupid, but I love it so much, actually.
3: Is it
4: like Emma Vampire Watson Sucks makes... Stupid? Because I don't know if I can handle more of that. No, it's, it's a little not like more that. serious. Wait, it's... Emma
3: Watson was it's the... It's literally Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, oh.
2: The difference um, in
3: the Emmas in Hollywood is very important to me. No, so it's less vampire sucks like parody and it's more just like like
0: a re uh, A
3: good high school rom com that has like the premise of it. And they happen to be like reading the Scarlet mm. Letter as everything's happening to her. Mm-hmm. So it's like parallel, but it's not oh, necessarily gotcha. the same thing.
1: That makes a lot of things in that movie make more sense. Okay.
4: Um I, was it Garrett or was it B who brought up the idea that um, it wasn't necessarily her cheating, it was her who she was cheating with? Uh, that was me. Garrett and I. Are we just getting into, like, since it seems like everybody kind of had their own summary for it? Wait, did Sam do one? sam's was it's a little letter with a stamp on it right Gons? i fucking have no
1: i have not <laughs> interacted with this book whatsoever i have no
3: idea but all that's right, the so fun in then... it is
4: you just make shit up all right so yeah i, I think said that that's... little women was about arson and fraggle rock okay you <laughs> hey, can say whatever the fuck you want
0: hey, to bring it full circle the a in the scarlet letter stands for arson
4: uh, <laughs> a is for arson that's good enough for me okay um, trying to think of a Jim Henson, equi- dark crystal. Let's just say dark crystal. I don't
3: give a shit <laughs> anymore. <laughs> this this metaphor's run its course. Are you sure it's about a labyrinth with Jareth, with, Jir- just Jareth? And his tight pants. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps.
0: All right. Perhaps. If you want it to be. I would like to know for sharks what the Scarlet Letter was about. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so Scarlet Letter is about this woman named Hester Prynne. She starts out the novel. um, She's been imprisoned and isolated, and now she's being publicly shamed for having a child, so not alleged adultery. There's very much evidence for this. Nice. Um, Her husband basically fucked off to Amsterdam and left her to move from England to Massachusetts, um, Boston, Massachusetts, for two years, and then she got busy... Um, and everybody in this puritanical society um, wanted her in jail for that because there's no, like, real separation of, like, Christian morality and uh, the state. It's one and the same in this community at the very least. So she's imprisoned. Some people want to have her executed um, for the adultery. Um, It ends up being she's kind of left as a living example of... Uh, what could happen if you go down the the quote unquote wrong path? Um, but publicly, she's like left out uh, for hours with her her three month old baby um, on this like it's like a gallows platform kind of thing, um, so people can insult her, uh, and she gets interrogated by this priest named. I know I wrote it. I wrote too much as a thing. Arthur Dimmesdale uh. of the Dimmesdale Dimodome. <laughs> it's a very tall hat. Is that the father of Doug? Dimodome? I or mean, Dimmesdale her name is Pearl. Spoilers. He's Pearl's dad. Um, Whoa. Mr. Krabs. She's standing up on this platform. She has this gigantic A embroidered into her clothing, um, kind of as like a, a an act of defiance <laughs> against this puritanical community who is both um basically calling her out for being a whore and also peacocking because you know puritanical society um what's that adage no not that um Keep it oh, what inside. is it called uh nails that stick up get hammered down it's very much that sort of uh vibe mm-hmm So she actually looks out into the crowd and sees her shithead husband who left her for two years just, like, chilling there. Um, He pretends to be a physician. This works, by the way. He fully integrates into the community as, like, an actual physician later, despite not having any medical training. Um, He sneaks into the (sighs) prison, makes her swear uh, not to tell anybody that he's her husband. She's like, okay, I'm gonna go serve out my sentence and then live on the outskirts of town as a seamstress where people can, you know, take part in my goods and my services that I provide that I'm clearly very good at, but they're still going to socially shun me. Uh, But no, you can go literally play doctor for, like, over a decade. That's cool, man. Cool.
0: I would love to live in the 19th century. Like, imagine walking into a town and just being like, I'm a lawyer. (laughs) And then you're just not, but you're just making a full mm-hmm. living as like a lawyer.
2: I've said it before and I'll say it again. The only reason I want to live in the past is simply so I could do that. Yeah. Or like rob a bank and not get caught. It would be so easy.
3: Oh, dude. Hell yeah.
0: I think also, hey, Poisoning plot, someone
4: before the advent of toxicology. Plot me
0: down in the 1880s. I'll solve who Jack the Ripper was.
3: Will you? I think they <laughs> technically have already, I think they have a really good like they idea. They don't. They don't? I yeah, will some be. dude named Jack the Ripper.
0: Yeah, I yeah. would be. It's
3: been a close I game. Would, well, according to Black Butler,
0: absolutely nuts. But they they have a lot of theories. They mm-hmm. don't have like any concrete proof that any of them are like that person.
3: Would you also try to solve the Zodiac killer? Case? Oh, I already well, know that. That's Ted
4: Cruz. We uh, yeah. already know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that came Come full on. circle
3: because I wanted to make a joke about that. Earlier. What is an
4: Amateur hour. Come on. It was, <laughs> I, say I wanted a to challenge. say it, but I didn't want to
3: keep talking.
4: About right. It. If, Garrett,
2: if we plopped you down in the 1880s or whenever Jack the Ripper was going, who's to say that you yourself were not Jack the Ripper? Oh,
0: oh. Okay, so I listened to this podcast called Dungeons and Daddies. and
2: Yeah, oh, we have that saved! Have, do you,
0: are you on their Patreon? Have you listened to Sons and Son of Sons Ability? Not yet, no. They make that, like, a plot line. Oh, shut up. Of one of their stories as, like, one of the characters is Jack the Ripper.
4: Your fave canonically hates sex workers. (laughs) (laughs) Oof, tragedy. Um, But yeah, the whole novel is very interesting because it kind of ends up being about not just Hester and how she's like managing kind of on the fringes of the society who like keep her around for what uh, she can do for them, um, but don't necessarily allow her to like fully reintegrate into that society because of the rules that she's broken. It also very much inadvertently ends up being about her husband and the lover that she took, the priest, um, and just the privilege that they have of being men and not, like, being held accountable for this in the way that, like, a woman, well, somebody who is, you know, capable of bearing children and the evidence of adultery like that. Right. um, Yeah. So it ends up being about the way that they handle that. Um, Her husband, I don't think I've actually said his name so far.
3: It doesn't Um, matter, we don't like him. Yeah,
4: Yeah, Roger Chillingworth. Yeah, Roger Chillingworth. Trash. Um, The book was written in the, like, in 1850. It was published in 1850, so there's this weird undercurrent of, like, Roger's physically disabled, and that ends up becoming a, like, physical manifestation of, like, him being, like, a crooked, bad person, which is pretty cringe. Hmm. Um, But, yeah, he... The two of them... uh, Dimsdale Dimodome and Roger um, both end up benefiting from Hester's silence, um, but Dimsdale Dimodome ends up taking it v- much harder. Um, right. he, yeah, the novel ends with him uh, basically carving, well, revealing that he had carved an A into his chest. He reveals to the town um, that he is also guilty of this sin that Hester's committed, um, and then he croaks. They're yeah. supposed to go on a boat to England, um, Hester and Pearl and uh, Doug Dimadome, And um, it just doesn't happen because he fucking croaks. Uh, I should Save also mention... Complex. <laughs> yeah, complex. It, yeah, it's very strange because the book does try end up being about, like, the pitfalls of puritanical uh, Christian behavior. But then it also ends up taking a very Christian stance on what absolution looks like. And yeah. like repentance and forgiveness, that mm-hmm. kind of like deathbed confessional that gets you into heaven. Suffering before you can be forgiven. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little it's a little strange, um, very strange. I should also mention uh, the husband physician ends up using his power and authority, like as the town physician, to um, physically abuse Doug Dimodome. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Because else. he's
3: jealous of the priest? Um I don't I think, think he's, he's allowed to be pre-
0: jealous.
4: Yeah, no. no. That doesn't that won't stop him. No, he definitely shouldn't uh be allowed to feel those things because he's a piece of shit. Um I think I did end up writing but down Why does he
3: abuse the shit out of him? That's kind of weird. He's a
4: wicked man.
3: That's just That's it. The canonical he's just supposed to be like an evil incarnate type of guy.
0: Alright, so <laughs> As as we look for the answers, Sam, what are we talking about?
2: We are talking about a tale of two cities. I know exactly what this one is about. It was the yeah. best of times. It was the worst of times, and there are two cities in it. Maybe Holy this shit, is that where that Rock. quote
1: comes from. Yeah, yes. I think
2: that's literally the very first line of that book. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Also, it's... there's a really good Garfield movie named after it.
4: Really yeah. good yes. Garfield movie. You're, you're yeah. absolutely right. A tale it's got of two curry kitties. In it. Oh. Yeah, it's got That's Tim Curry not and, a it's good Bill and it's voiced Garfield movie. Isn't
0: isn't Tail also spelled T A I L?
4: I, I feel like Kitties it is. is where he. It's like a Prince and the Popper thing where yes. he switches with like the British version of himself, right? Yes. That's, That's not a good Garfield movie. Why are you it's guys your watching Garfield
1: opinion. movies?
2: Because they're
4: Because fun. I was a child. <laughs> I like Bill
2: Murray.
0: Garfield, Garfield is like the cultural icon of America. <laughs>
2: Literally, I have a <laughs> I watched folder of embodiment of consumerism. Yes.
1: I
0: is bet you i it could it. tell you right now what this story is about
2: please do
1: please it's
0: do. about two cities
4: holy shit you nailed made that it. joke <laughs> <laughs> michigan versus michigan state also-
0: this is the story of the the detroit versus flint conflict
4: yeah <laughs> this is the red sox versus the white the Sox. Yankees. blue socks
0: the yankees
4: cool it's... Oh, I love the Mets. Let's go, Mets. <laughs> Let's go, Mets, baby. Love
2: the Mets. It's too late for the It's all Mets. about the Mets. <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, I think it's a
4: lot of commentary on class.
2: Yeah,
0: social yeah. inequality.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. I can't say what Tale of Two Cities is about, but I can recap the plot of the... Uh, DS game Harvest Moon A Tale of Two Towns. I'd if you want me want to you to, actually. <laughs> I just completely want to keep that in your
3: mind so forever. I'm
0: feeling very full circle this episode, and I just like to bring it back to A Tale of Two Cities was written by Charles Dick Dickens, Dick
1: ends, yeah. Yeah, yes. we a
0: lot of phallic jokes today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um yeah, our favorite um sad little poor boy who wrote uh everyone meow meow. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> pathetic little meow meow who wrote, you know. Our favorite pathetic little meow meow, meow Oliver Twist. Play,
4: so some more. That, that, that Ch- yeah, that. Did yeah. Charles Dickens
0: also write A Christmas Carol? Yes, he he
4: did. did. Yes, he did.
0: For some reason in my mind, A Tale of Two Cities feels like Veggie Tales.
4: <laughs> That's not Jim They Henson, would sing a though. song
1: about it, I feel like. To be I perfectly
3: honest, I don't know if I can give you a good summary of Tale of Two Cities, even if I tried, just because, like, I keep conflating oliver twist with it yeah and so my brain is immediately going to oliver and company done by disney shut the fuck up i'm sorry of <laughs>
2: veggie tales there is the story of flipper ulu which is a tale of two rival cities the story of two rival cities and they have a whole song about it
0: i wonder which bible verse that one's based what's on what's
4: y'all's favorite veggie tales song i am jewish Where so i don't is have, have hairbrush I don't. I watched a little bit of VeggieTales
1: so because I was also raised a Catholic. So here's <laughs> watch- the thing:
0: is I don't have a favorite VeggieTales song, but I do have a favorite Veggie Tales, and it's the one where the little asparagus bitch is Sherlock Holmes. Oh. That one was
4: Naturally. pretty good. I didn't grow up with any sort of faith, but um, I did watch VeggieTales, and I didn't know it was about Christianity until I was same. fully an adult. Yeah.
3: Same.
0: Same with three, two, one penguins.
3: My family is very what? three, two, one penguins. Baptist. <laughs>
0: you guys' um, will, you yeah. guys will have to be doing some of your own research into three two one penguins because it's fucking incredible.
4: I guess I, I will. will not be. I, I was a good. pingu kid. <laughs> I would
2: like to talk about VeggieTales Jesus just for like 1 second. Go 1 ahead. second. Go okay. off, what me?
4: vegetable is VeggieTales Jesus?
2: He isn't because if because they had a whole thing where they thought it would be kind of sacrilegious to portray Jesus as a vegetable, but I counter, I think if if Christians were going to counter or we going to portray Jesus as a vegetable, it should not be an asparagus. It should not be any of the squashes. It should be three peas and a trench coat for the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wait, 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 question. No one's going to say questions. anything better than that. We should stop the recording now. Bye, Garrett. <laughs> Bye, Garrett. What's your
1: question, Sam? Bye. So it's sacrilegious it's our new to producer. refer to Jesus as a vegetable, but you can portray him as white. You
0: bump set and spiked your own fucking joke. Yeah, no one else so was going to do it for me.
4: <laughs> I'm really sorry I screamed into the mic. I tried to get away, but my headphones wouldn't let me. <laughs> God, you guys just let me talk,
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna do it.
0: Imagine it's too late for this. All right, so I, I think, think that... we've we've genuinely run our course out of Tale of Two Cities. Can someone please tell me what this fucking
4: book is about?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, Garrett. So this takes place uh, during the build-up and during the Ulysses Revolution. Um, <laughs> the ha-ha-ha, revolution.
3: <laughs> um,
0: I love the French.
3: I don't. The French are frogs.
1: Um, and so it starts off with uh, Lucy Minette. The main character's love interest. Um, she has to nurse her father back to health after he's imprisoned uh, for many, many years, and he's like very mentally unstable.
4: Ah, uh, absentee um,
1: Yeah. So then it jumps forward, and we it's
4: introduced.
1: We're introduced to Charles Darnay. I don't know how the fuck you pronounce his name. I was reading this synopsis on SparkNotes, um, and he is being accused of treason, but he's helped by his quote good for nothing colleague, who somehow magically gets him out of prison really well, despite him being described as good for nothing. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, Love that for him. But he's, like, super jealous and resentful of Darnie, and despite Darnie being in love with, uh, the main love interest, Lucy, uh, he also really likes Lucy. So there's, like, a whole love triangle going on, too. (laughs) Um, so, Charlie goes, or no, Charlie, Charles C. Charles Entertainment Cheese, goes Uh, to his uncle, uh, Marquise Evermonde, who's like this fancy, you know, French aristocrat, and is basically like, I don't want to be, you know, aristocrat anymore, and fucks off, but then his uncle is like immediately murdered because, like, French Revolution and, like, eat the rich. Um, and so this is, like, illustrating, like, the mounting revolutionary troubles that are, like, happening and, like, all of the mounting injustices that are happening between the social classes. Um, and so then we're introduced to Madame de I don't fucking know how to pronounce these French names Um, and she holds resentment against Charles Entertainment Cheese's um, uncle <laughs> 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 Uncle and, uh, father because, as we learn later in the book they committed violent crimes against her family, like um, mm. rape, for example There, oh, there yeah. seems to be far more
0: than two cities in No, my
1: opinion. it's there's quite a bit happening most of it is french i don't know where the two cities come along i didn't get that far well
4: i guess so not literally tale of two cities is it just kind of like illustrating class divide, yeah. like the two cities like That's... the one that the rich live in the one that the poor live in
1: i'm assuming so because there was like a scene where like the his marquise, marquis marquise, marquis marquise. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, a bunch of more people are murdered. Um, It's also commentary about, like, um, having to be held accountable for your crimes or being held accountable for other people's crimes by association. So, like, you know, even though during the French Revolution, you might not necessarily have done anything wrong, quote unquote. Uh, you're still being, like, held accountable for, like, the mounting issues that have been, like, you know, bubbling inside of people for years. We're
4: executing Do you, you because you were a Twitter sing?
1: mutuals with Louis the 14th. So don't don't the My, My friend made me watch Les Mis. It was so like, fucking Les, Les mis? mis? Les Mis? Les, Les Mis! mis? I, Les are mis. you
2: sure you watched it? No. <laughs>
3: I didn't enjoy it.
4: was okay.
3: That was the most... And it was good no.
4: The huge Ackman is no. <clears throat> um, oh, I forgot he huge, <laughs> Ackman. The right. huge Ackman. <laughs> no, the huge Ackman, so so, the huge so yeah, the, 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 the yeah, the...
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Dearest listeners, are we done with Taylor Sure,
1: I don't care anymore.
0: Dearest listeners, what you have just witnessed is why we should not record
2: at eight o'clock at night. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. We are all. For what it's worth, this is the quickest a recording
3: session has gone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we've been quite funny.
3: We've been very evening. fun. I feel like we should make this a series of late night. No, recording. no, no. I love
2: you all so much. No. I would like to be doing eight o'clock things. That's yeah. fair. That's
3: fair.
0: All right. So
4: I'm severely sleep deprived. I with don't know that. I... Yeah.
0: Thanks for coming.
4: Bye. Bye. We'll see you all next
2: week.
0: Thank you for listening to the only writing podcast you'll ever need brought to you by the Saginaw Valley State University Writing Center. We hope you enjoyed that. And if you did, please leave us a review and you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We hope to see you again soon.